Hey, it's Matt Cross from UMass Basketball, and I've got a slam dunk insurance recommendation for you. I'm a Massachusetts native myself, and I know the importance of hometown loyalty and toughness. When I need insurance as tough as me, I choose Amherst Insurance. They've had UMass Basketball's back for decades, and they'll have yours too. Trust me. Amherst Insurance isn't just an insurance agency. They're a part of our community, deeply rooted in Massachusetts values. They understand the hustle, the spirit, and the pride that defines us here. So if you're looking for a hometown insurance agent who's got the same drive and determination as me, it's Amherst Insurance all the way. And remember, when you make that call or visit the NathanAgencies.com, tell them Matt Cross sent you. UMass fans, Josh Coney, the latest addition to the UMass basketball family. The energy here is unreal, and let's not forget UMass football season is revving up, and I'm all in. Now listen up. Moving can be a hassle, but five college movers made my transition seamless. Mention my name, Josh, and you'll not only score exclusive pricing, but tickets to a UMass basketball game of your choosing, courtesy of five college movers. So UMass fans, let's rally for football, get ready for basketball, and when it's time to move stress-free, team up with five college movers. Go UMass. UMass fans, gear up for game day and support our partners who back the collective in UMass. Make your game day complete with visits to Joe's Cafe in Northampton, JP's in Holyoke, The Spoke in Amherst, and any of the four tandem locations in Western Mass. Let's show our support. And a big welcome back to Commonwealth Conversations Everyday Minutemen Stories, brought to you by the Massachusetts Collective. I'm your host, Nathan Strauss, and today's guest is the Trademark and Licensing Director at UMass, Evelyn Simmons. Thank you so much for uh, for hopping on today. Thank you for having me, Nathan. So you're a Hadley native, is that right? That's right. I uh born in Connecticut and raised in Hadley. My husband and I settled down in Hadley and we raised our two-year-old and I uh, worked for UMass. Growing up in Hadley, was there a choice to come to UMass when you when it was time to go to college or was it just sort of like, well, I'm here and I like it and yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll stick around? <laughs> I like that question. Um, I think me and all of my classmates growing up in high school probably applied as far away as possible. Uh, back when I was applying to my undergrad, um, UMass was considered a safety school. Um, and who wanted to go to school and, you know, in their backyard and have their parents too close? Well, I didn't, but I promised my parents I would apply. So I got in everywhere. Um, luckily, <laughs> originally intended to go towards physical therapy, actually. Um, and then when it came down to uh, actually which school I would enroll in, my parents made that decision for me. So um, I have to admit that at first I kicked and screamed my way into my freshman year. Um, and I'm happy to say that I'm it was the best decision I've ever made. Um, and I loved it so much, my experience there as an undergrad, that I stayed um, to work for the university. Um, and I find my work quite fulfilling. Why physical therapy? Ah, um, well, I was really, uh, well, but a little, I was an athlete growing up. Um, I was, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say I was an athlete in college, but I was on the rowing team for a short while. Um, so athletics, you know, um, your, your body, your mental health, all of those things interested me a lot. Um, I thought I'd want to go into the medical um, profession. I thought, you know, I'd stick in the realm of, um, you know, um, 
physical therapy of um, athletes specifically and student athletes or professional athletes. Um, so that interested me at the time. That makes a lot of sense. So what was the, uh, what was the thing that got you into your current position? Yeah, yeah. So um, I had worked multiple jobs in my undergrad. Um, I was kind of the person that put a lot of things on my plate. Um, and I took a lot of pride in my multitasking skills. Even then, um, I was like that in high school as well. So, um, you know, at some point, I crossed paths with my predecessor, uh, David Curley, who held the position for just shy of 36 years. He actually started the program. The program does oversee trademarks and licensing for the entire UMass system. And um, at the time, I just knew him because I already worked in the campus center on campus and we got to know each other. Um, you know, the staff in the campus center gets to know each other after a while. Um, so I started interning with him. And before long, I um, became his coordinator and then interim director and then eventually director. So I am um, in my 11th year here now as a full-time employee. What does it mean to be the director of trademark and licensing at UMass? Like, what does your day-to-day -day actually look like? <laughs> That's a good question, Nathan. Um, it's not something you can necessarily go to school for. Um, folks in my profession tend to find their way here accidentally. Um, some have a background in marketing, some sports management, some law, some marketing and communications. Um, type of leads and um, my day-to-day -day changes. A lot of my day is consumed in contracts. I work very closely with the general counsel on all master service agreements across the UMass system. So anything from what software systems we're running on to security systems to um, you know who our sideline providers in the four athletic programs will be. Um, I'm a part of those contracts as well. Um, and I also help uh, register, regulate, protect, and promote the university trademarks across the system. So I'm also working with the professors and their intellectual property. All research that eventually gets patented will eventually get trademarked as well and sold off or held and protected by the university. So um, we are quite busy. And um, the other half is licensing, which is actually regulating the use of the university name and logos, uh, the insignia, if you will, or intellectual property. So um, part of that is working with my 160 licensed vendors, everyone from Adidas to the local mom and pop screen printing place down the street. Um, and we give them annual rights to our marks. We uh, vet them, make sure that our trademarks are well embellished. And we're also um, asking them for um, corporate social responsibility paperwork like the Fair Labor Association, their manufacturing disclosure lists. We hold them accountable and ultimately we try to decrease the amount of liability that our trademarks are being embellished on, right? We don't wanna sell a t-shirt that is made in a sweatshop um, with our name on it. So um, that's kind of what it comes down to. Um, so that's kind of a rough overview of what we do uh, day in and day out. Uh, a lot of educating with student groups as well.
So say I was like, like a t-shirt printer or a, you know, I had some sort of a graphic design and I was like, you know what, this is going to make an awesome shirt. I want to make this, but oh no, it's got the UMass mark on it. What would be like, how, what is that process like to you? How does someone find you and sort of go through the approval process to become one of those vendors? Totally. So I, I would stop you there. It's not, oh no, it's, it's an opportunity for collaboration, right? So I encourage our um, alum, community members, current students, current student athletes, if they have an idea behind a design, they simply need to reach out. Um, they Google UMass trademarks and licensing, we do pop up. Um, even though I serve the entire um, system, I am located at the flagship campus at UMass Amherst. Um, our door is always open and we're always bringing on new vendors as well. Um, nobody is denied um, outright. We just send them an application link. It asks all of the relevant information. Where does your stuff come from? How is it printed, packaged? You know, can you, uh, we ask for a business plan. Like, are you prepared to grow at scale? Um, because we ultimately will not, align with a brand name that cannot hold up their end of the deal, right? It needs to be advantageous for both parties. Um, and there are things too that are considered taboo and we're never going to license, so to speak. So an example of something that used to be taboo and now is not is uh, craft beer. So earlier last year, we uh, released the Massachusetts Lager with one of our sponsors, uh, Amherst Brewing Company. Uh, Harold, the owner, is actually an alum of campus. So that was a really fun collaboration. We got to do everything, everything from what went inside the can to how it was branded on the exterior. And we went through a few revisions. It's great that it's, you know, Massachusetts brewed. Um, you know, they're the official pregame location um, with athletics. So um, any opportunity for a storytelling moment, I'm all ears. So um, we do encourage people to reach out uh, proactively to seek permission. Which is pretty cool uh, <laughs> because, uh, you know, I think everyone, everyone enjoys seeing the ability to have, you know, like the Massachusetts Lager um, or just various elements of the sort of athletics and fan experience that are obviously enhanced by the trademark and, and licensing um, side of things. When it comes to what it's like working with athletics in particular, how I've seen, you know, I, I just went into the campus store two weeks ago and I saw, you know, the, the Kale McCarr t-shirts and stuff like that. What are sort of the, the, the next steps for you guys? What are the new projects that you guys are, are sort of churning out right now? Well, I can't release all of them, but uh, <laughs> I did take a call this morning from Kale's agent. So um, there is always something brewing behind the scenes, some of which I can disclose and some that I cannot. Um, it's always exciting. Uh, my style of work is very project based. I have little sticky notes arranged by month and we bump things along as needed and prioritize projects. Um, we did recently do a really successful collaboration with Marcus Camby. Uh, if you were in the store two weeks ago, you probably saw the Camby collection, uh, our newest addition to Legacy Collection. So Kale is part of our Legacy Collection as well. Um, it, if you missed it, uh, we brought in three cut and sewn um, authentic jersey um, uh, jerseys with Kale's uh, last name on it. And obviously, Kale missed the boat 
in, in terms of the NIL moment. I, I wish he was here, but trust me, he's doing just fine uh, with the avalanche. Um, so we're super happy for him. I, I expect him back to campus. I'm sure he wants to come and see Taylor, his younger brother, play as they kick off, you know, this um, this Saturday um, at home. And um, with Marcus Camby, we happen to align our autograph session and collection drop on the day of his ribbon cutting ceremony downtown with White Lion Brewery. And then ahead of that event, we also did a Marcus Camby tailgate at the um, um, at the football game. Um, so that was well received as well. And we kind of previewed the collection there with some of our uh, UMass store influencers. So that was well received. And um, it was kind of in response to, you know, what we're hearing and our feedback that we get on online on Twitter or through the focus group at the UMass store. We take all of those requests very seriously. And um, for example, even the folks waiting in line to get, you know, their Marcus Camby swag were pulled. They were asked to scan a QR code and answer a couple of questions, one of which included, who do you want to see next? You know, do you want to see Bobby T? Do you want to see Dr. J? Do you want to see, you know, Bree Scurry or Sam Breen? Um, those are, you know, unless people chirp up and say that they want it, then those ideas don't necessarily get um, explored. So um, a fun part of my job is reaching out to the agents, uh, to the NHLPA, to the NFLPA, all of those uh, professional athlete unions and working out deals. We go to the same conferences and we use the same software. So I we work together closely. <laughs> Are there challenges now in the NIL era of, um, you know, players are now allowed to have types of representation that they weren't once allowed to have. And people are in theory able to produce, to use their name and image, but not the schools. How does that, how do those conversations kind of shake out? Yeah. 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 So it's a very nuanced subject. So a couple of years ago when the NCAA changed their rules to allow, you know, amateur athletes to start monetizing on their name, image, and likeness, um, Many states came out with their state laws right off the bat. Massachusetts is not one of them. So Massachusetts to date does not have an NIL law in place. Um, I'm hoping it, hoping our guy Charlie Baker at the NCAA can make it happen or, you know, use his influence. But in the meantime, we've been meeting monthly with general counsel and all of our athletic um you know, stakeholders um, and there's ongoing discussions and compliance and everything. So to date, we do have NIL merchandise. We do have a group licensing agency called Brander Group, which student athletes have all been, all 21 sports have been actually presented to that are currently on a roster. Um, signing up is very easy. They scan a QR code. There's a single two-page document that they can review with either their personal agent, with their family members, with their siblings, and they sign. And uh, there is no work um, required on their behalf. NIL merchandise is considered passive income, which allows our international student athletes to make money as well, which is very key for certain sports like hockey, for example, where half the roster is international and many other sports here at UMass. So um, I can tell you that uh, to date, I believe through, if you, if you click through um, 
the UMass Athletics website, um, we kind of just revamped it. So their NIL page is new as of a few days ago. We kind of moved around the resources on there to make it as accessible as possible to student athletes and their parents. Um, and you can also find NIL merchandise through that link. It's um, clearly, uh, there's a banner on there. And I want to thank Chris Tucci for making that banner for me. Uh, you can also find the merchandise at the UMass store online. Um, I want to emphasize that it's online only. They're made to order and drop shipped directly to patrons buying the stuff and the athletes get um, money on each and every item that's sold. Um, coaches apparel, I should say, we're launching coaches lines as well. Uh, you might have seen the Don Brown. Yeah, yeah buddy. buddy. Sure. Yes. So the profits made on that are actually redistributed to the young men that have opted in from the football roster. So that's kind of how it works behind the scenes. Um, it's a great opportunity, I have to say. For a young, a young woman who used to be on the rowing team at UMass, this would have been an awesome opportunity for me to tweet out or send, you know, my aunts and uncles a link to a hoodie with my name on it. Um, obviously, rowing didn't have a number, but you know what I mean. Um, I, I believe to date we have um, uh, all the soccer teams, field hockey, football, cross country, and hockey up uh, and for sale. So. Um, you can find that merchandise through the UMass store online or through umassathletics.com. Which is great to hear. Uh, last one for you that we've been asking, we have actually two more for you. We've been asking everyone these two questions. First of all, if you could have had an NIL deal when you were involved, ah. uh, when you were on campus, what would your NIL deal of choice have been? All right, I, I got two answers for this because uh, we do ask these questions at conferences sometimes. If I was still a student athlete, I would say Shelburne Falls Coffee Roasters. I'm a big coffee drinker, um, especially for those early morning rows and to get me through a day's worth of classes and work and then a lifting practice. And it's on, it's on the way to the boathouse too, right? You drive yes, right exactly. past it on, on Route 9. So. <laughs> exactly. So probably our local Shelburne Falls Coffee Roasters for sure. Um now, as a former student athlete and now not a student, I would say Treehouse Brewery. Um, best, I want to mention some of the best pizzas in the in the valley. Absolutely, their food and their beer—they know what they're doing. They keep it small and they focus on what they do really well. I also want to mention that one of the three owners is an alum. So, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, call me back. <laughs> I would love to roll out a maroon can. Um, they're 15 minutes from campus. So um, I'm always looking for collaborations. Yeah. Or if you're looking for a broadcaster to feed one night a week, um, you know exactly where to find me too. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, uh, in all seriousness, that those are two very reasonable <laughs> answers. Uh, I like Shelburne Falls as well, because it, uh, it, it opens, I want to say at five on, yeah, on it's, it's one of the earlier opening ones around here. And we do have a little bit of a dearth of like really early and really late open places. And like, mm -hmm. I know this Saturday we've got the football hockey doubleheader. So I'm up probably at, at 6.30 or so to, to start the day. And I'm looking forward to yep. starting it with some caffeine myself. But uh, the last question that we have asked everyone is, obviously this is brought uh, to you by the Mass Collective and that's on the, the, the hoop side of things. What basketball player from UMass in the sort of the the 
annals of annals of history. Annals of history. I should probably learn how to use that word first. But um, in in the history of UMass basketball, would you trust most to take a game winning shot in the final seconds? Oh, that's a tough question for me. I will admit that I go to the basketball games, but it's my husband who's the the basketball um you know expert. Um, I'm probably going to go. Ooh, I got to go with my guy, Marcus Camby, only because he is really just, I can't emphasize enough how great of a guy he is, how great it was working with him professionally. He's super humble, super easy to work with. He's Agent Max as well. So um, that game-winning shot, I'll, I'll give that to Marcus. It's a great answer. You can't go wrong there uh, whatsoever. And actually, I'll throw in one special last question for you. Uh one UMass alum or 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 player who you'd love to collaborate with, if you can if you can say something like that. Ah, um, I'm gonna go with a female sport. Um, I love women's basketball, by the way, but the one I'm going to select is actually Bree Scurry. Uh, yes. the Oli- yes, Olympian. She her name came up a few times in our in our post Canby event survey. Um, if you haven't seen it already, she has a documentary out on Paramount that I helped approve um, because there is IP in there. Um, and I mean, I find her incredibly inspirational. Um, you know, if I had a daughter, I want my daughter to aspire to be like her. I think she's seen a lot of adversity and has just been through so much in her life. Um, and it's, it's inspirational to know that we have the same degree, you know, um, you know, that we're both alums of um, UMass Amherst. So yeah, uh, Olympian for one of the best uh, UMass, one of the best uh, women's soccer teams, national teams of all time, UMass Hall of Famer, uh, holds many of the UMass women's soccer program records uh, in in goal and also now works. I I think she she does some uh, like motivational speaking and sort of consulting from Mm -hmm. an athletics and professional side of things too. So Mm-hmm. Um, that's a that's a she, great she, that's a great answer. <laughs> she was the last commencement speaker too at UMass Amherst. So, if um, it's on YouTube, if you missed it, her speech was very inspirational as well. Well, that is great to know. Uh, if people want to get in touch with you or your office, what is the best way to do that for either yeah. listeners who have ideas? Sure thing. So you can contact um, me directly if you'd like at Eveline, E-V-E-L-I-N dot Simmons at UMass.edu. You can submit a question to trademark approvals at UMass.edu. This goes for the whole system. Or you can uh, find me on Twitter. Um, I actually don't know my handle. I believe it is UMass at UMass Trademarks. So um, I do monitor that and I can tell, uh, take questions on there as well. Well, thank you so much uh, for hopping on today and for taking the time and uh, hoping to see you either at the the Shelburne Falls uh, Coffee Roasters counter or around the, the UMass campus in the near future. And thanks to everyone Absolutely. who listens to uh, to Commonwealth Conversation. Sorry, was, sorry about that. Uh, thanks for Thanks for hopping on. Thank you so much, Nathan. Thanks for uh, sharing your journey and thanks for listening to Commonwealth Conversations, Everyday Minutemen Stories brought to you by the Mass Collective. As always, join the collective and as always, go UMass. We'll talk to you next time. UMass fans, gear up for game day and support our partners who back the collective in UMass. 
make your game day complete with visits to Joe's Cafe in Northampton, JP's in Holyoke, The Spoke in Amherst, and any of the four tandem locations in Western Mass. Let's show our support. Hey, it's Matt Cross from UMass Basketball, and I've got a slam dunk insurance recommendation for you. I'm a Massachusetts native myself, and I know the importance of hometown loyalty and toughness. When I need insurance as tough as me, I choose Amherst Insurance. They've had UMass Basketball's back for decades, and they'll have yours too. Trust me. Amherst Insurance isn't just an insurance agency. They're a part of our community, deeply rooted in Massachusetts values. They understand the hustle, the spirit, and the pride that defines us here. So if you're looking for a hometown insurance agent who's got the same drive and determination as me, it's Amherst Insurance all the way. And remember, when you make that call or visit the NathanAgencies.com, tell them Matt Cross sent you. UMass fans, Josh Coney, the latest addition to the UMass basketball family. The energy here is unreal, and let's not forget UMass football season is revving up, and I'm all in. Now listen up. Moving can be a hassle, but five college movers made my transition seamless. Mention my name, Josh, and you'll not only score exclusive pricing, but tickets to a UMass basketball game of your choosing, courtesy of five college movers. So UMass fans, let's rally for football, get ready for basketball, and when it's time to move stress-free, team up with five college movers. Go UMass.